0: Happy Friday, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Let's Chat Markets, your favorite dairy podcast. This was a much more quiet week on the data front from what happened last week, but there were some significant market changes nonetheless. I think most notably is the CME spot butter market breaking that $3 per pound mark today and officially reaching the highest price level that we've seen since September of 2015. That's a near seven-year high. Nonfat dry milk has remained mostly range bound this whole calendar year, trading between 170 to 190 per pound. This week, the spot nonfat dry milk price settled right in the middle of that range, and then spot whey prices seem to be stuck near 50 cents, while cheese values are just plain old choppy. Even though cheddar cheese weekly averages are up from a week ago, the entire dairy complex on the futures board is down into the holiday weekend. There was widespread commodity weakness from soy and corn prices to wheat and metals. There's just a whole lot of red on traders' screens this week, especially as we marked the end of June and the end of Q2, which may have led to some market repositioning. Additionally, there remains a lot of nervousness around a potential recession. There's even headlines reminding us that the first half of 2022 was met with the worst stock market sell-off since 1970, a behavior being pinned on inflation.
1: Yeah, definitely a lot of red flags there, Alyssa. It's a little bit concerning as we look ahead to where dairy demand will kind of settle out here this summer and into the back half of this year. Another thing the market watches is China's economic developments. I know we've written a little bit about that in reports over the past several weeks. Analysts are increasingly worried that the Chinese economy will contract in the second quarter, putting the government's annual growth target of 5.5% out of reach for this calendar year. While there has been some positive resurgence in economic data this month as COVID lockdowns kind of end, even though they're not officially done, uh, soaring unemployment and the economic slowdown are still primary concerns, especially for dairy consumption in the country.
0: Yeah. In China's participation on global dairy trade events, it was concerning, but ha- did improve a little bit at the last auction. Fonterra did announce that they will be bringing nearly 11,000 metric ton of whole milk powder offer volumes forward at the next GDT event. That was product that was supposed to be on offer between December and May, and they brought that forward to September-November delivery periods. Fonterra stated that this is an effort uh, to meet some rising demand needs, so that was interesting. There was some notable strength on SGX yesterday, but that didn't last long. Even home milk powder sold off into the weekend alongside so many other globally traded commodities. That being said, traders are still pricing in a small gain on home milk powder. Looking at skim milk powder prices, they've moved lower on the Singapore exchange since that last bullish result on GDT.
1: Yeah. Thinking back to Wednesday, of course, when EEX releases their European price data every week, European indices were quite red this week and rolled back a little bit, didn't they?
0: Yeah, they sure did. Prices softened across nearly every product and region this week, even as anecdotal chatter has been supportive from the demand side of the market throughout Europe. However, expectations are rather widespread for prices to revert back to the higher end of the recent range into the second half of Q3 as Northern Hemisphere milk tightens back up seasonally, but we'll see. While it's fresh on your mind, Lucas, what was our initial view of that U.S. dairy product production report that was released at 2 p.m. Central time today?
1: Yeah. USDA gave us the nice gift of a late Friday afternoon report. As we head into the long holiday weekend, we got may dairy product and dry product stocks data this afternoon most uh, commodities were fairly neutral looking at this data in the report but there was a, there were a few bearish data points on some things kind of just run through these quick here. Of course, we'll publish our full analysis on Tuesday in our full report for our customers with our opinions on all of this data. But looking at cheese, it was another month of weaker cheddar output. That was a little bit surprising considering that May cold storage data that showed uh, American style cheese increasing in the month, it points to uh, demand that has really slowed sharply into May and could be a little bit of a red flag for demand moving into the summer. Butter, fairly neutral production still down as expected. Uh, non-fat dry milk and skim milk powder production lower as well, even as stocks kind of ticked a little bit higher yet again on trend with what we've seen so far this year. Uh, leaning bearish though, higher protein WPCs and into lactose. WPC saw Firm production, lactose saw very strong production, but what I thought was pretty bearish on those two products were the stocks growth that we saw in May. Pretty significant monthly climb there. As we dig into this data, we'll, uh, as I mentioned, of course, have the full report for customers next week. There's also a GDT on Tuesday, of course, as Alyssa was just kind of giving us an overview of where SGX values are looking for auctions this month. We also get U.S. dairy export data on Thursday the 7th, showing us what May imports and exports looked like. That's pretty much it for next week. I hope everyone has a wonderful holiday weekend, or if you're listening to us on Tuesday morning to kick off your week, have a great week.